You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarland. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bowes. I am joined by, of course, Trish McFarland. Trish, how are you today? I'm good, Steve. How are you? I am well. We are recording this uh, in December, early December. It's midweek or so. The sun is out. It is not snowing here. I think, Trish, since the relocation of HR Happy Hour HQ East, I'll be doing less weather updates on the show, which I guess is probably a good thing. Or maybe it'll just be different weather updates. And I love I love how you're so vague at the beginning. It is the month of December. It is sometime in the middle of the week. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Trish, as the show, this year has been such a crazy year for the HR Happy Hour Show, and a very good year. We've had so much content, so many great episodes. We've been stacked up for a while. That's Every true. so often, we we post a show that, um, when it posted, it had been recorded a couple, even, as much as two months earlier. And right. every so often, it's a little weird to listen to them where we're talking about, I don't know, oh, the leaves are changing or the sun is out or whatever's happening, right? And uh, it's two months later. There was one where, and it was my fault. I was like, you know, given a hard self or, hey, make sure you come to HR Tech and do this and that and the other thing. And HR Tech had, had been like a month past, you know, so gotta be careful on that. Well, see, then you're just, you know, you're ahead. You're already wishing them, you know, to come to the next one, I guess. So. Exactly. Or exactly. this one, this one we'll post in a few weeks. So you just say, hey, we're just a couple of days away from Christmas, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, we are winding down 2019. It's been a very good year for the HR Happy Hour Show. As I, as I said, if you have an idea, a thought, a concept, something you want us to think about for 2020, hit us up on Twitter at HR Happy Hour, or you can go to our new and improved HR Happy Hour website, which is hrhappyhour.net, hrhappyhour.net, and check that out. Trish, I have one more thing I want to mention real quick before we bring on our guests, because we'll be talking about some important year-end issues for True. HR and for payroll leaders as well. And we've got a great guest waiting in the wings, a, a friend of the show uh, as well. And we'll, we'll, we're going to tease it. We won't say who it is just yet. We'll let him hang out for a minute. But Trish, uh, I have big news, big news in okay. my world. And I think, you're in, I think you're interested in this too. Yesterday, Trish, yeah. our friends at the Pantone Color Institute uh-huh. announced their selection for the 2020 color of the year. Did you happen to see this? I did not. I'm so excited. I it's important. We do this every single year. So okay. Um, can I guess? Let's see. We've had sort of like violets and roses. Green has been okay. I'm gonna guess either a a shade of yellow or blue. I feel like it's gotta be a is it a blue? You Trish, you were right on. And I'm gonna take you at your word that you didn't read the email I sent you last night because the I did the, not. <laughs> The the Pantone color of the year for 2020 is called Classic Blue. It's kind of a deep, rich, dark blue. It's supposed to give you that feel of like the sky at dusk. It's a very cool shade of blue. It's Pantone 194052 if you're scoring at home. And 
and and I mentioned this because I do want to talk about it some. We'll talk about it maybe on another show, but uh, it did just happen yesterday. And I did, Trish, the last plug before we get onto our real topic today, which is the HR Happy Hour on Alexa show, which is still going strong on your Alexa device. To the episode I dropped today is all about the color of the year and why I care about it and why I think other people should too. So that's it. Classic blue. You Check know it what? out. Number one, I love blue because almost my entire house is blue inside. I don't even know how that happened, but it's various shades of blue. And secondly, I do feel like there are two major indicators for how my year is going to go, like kind of mentally teeing me up. One is the color of the year because that just evokes a certain sort of mood and emotion. Mm-hmm. And then, and that always comes out, you know, in December. And then we have the Tournament of Roses parade and the theme every year sets my tone for the new year. So awesome. this is perfect. So now all I have to do is look forward to the theme from the parade and I'm set, set all right. for the new decade. And I think Trish, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to go after our friends at Pantone. I'm going to get someone from Pantone on the show. I haven't talked to you about that yet. All right. Okay. So check it out, Classic Blue, and check out the Alexa show as well. So, okay, enough tomfoolery from us. Is that a word even? Do kids say that word anymore? I don't think so. Not really. (laughs) We have a great guest waiting in the wings. Friend of the show, making his second or third appearance on the show. Uh, We have Tom Hammond, who's the Vice President of Corporate Strategy and Project Management at Paychex. Tom, how are you today? Steve, couldn't be better. And I'll tell you. I'm very excited about the classic blue as the color for 2020. I'm going to actually reposition that as paychecks blue and say that that's a great start for paychecks in 2020. I love it. It's so probably couldn't be better and really glad to be with both you and Trish here today. Awesome, Tom. Uh, and it's probably close to the paychecks blue, come to think of it. I did not think about that when, when I oh did that little, uh, that little setup there. But uh, hey, Tom, folks know paychecks, but in case they don't or maybe are not up to speed, maybe give us, uh, give us the 90 seconds on, on paychecks and what's happening. And then we're going to get into the topic, which is really going to be all around payroll innovation, preparing for year end and, and things for HR and payroll folks to get ready for uh, getting into the new year. Okay, that'd be great. Paychex is a leading HR and technology organization serving uh, small to medium-sized businesses. We serve over 670,000 businesses across the United States with a full array of products from payroll and HR, uh, starting with introductory offerings for payroll only, and then adding in a series of ancillary features and functions, uh, including uh, time and attendance solutions, recruiting and applicant tracking, paperless onboarding, we're the number one uh, retirement provider or retirement record keeper in the industry, serving over 87,000 clients. Uh, We're the number 20 insurance agency in the United States, and we have a full breadth of products that provide the opportunity for small and medium-sized businesses to come to Paychex to grow with us and then to leverage our solutions to help them focus on what matters most to them, uh, which is running their business and helping their employees thrive. Tom, that's awesome. And and just for the record, uh, located, headquartered in, in uh, a very special part of the world, Western New York, in the Rochester, New York area, which uh, will I always have a soft spot for since I lived there for a very long time. Yeah, Rochester, New York is a special place, and it's clearly snowing here today as we get ready for the holiday season. Uh, it's, a, it's a whiteout, as a matter of fact, but it is actually a beautiful place. Um, we have uh, over uh, close to 4,000 employees now in the Rochester area uh, and over 16,000 uh, employees of Paychex that 
serve those 670,000 clients with the array of yeah. products that I talked incredible. about earlier. Good. Awesome. Yeah, it's really incredible. It's a great growth story. It's a really fun growth story as as well. Uh, started as a payroll organization focused with our roots on payroll, but we have significantly uh, transitioned to an HR company over the last decade under the leadership of Marty Musi, our CEO, uh, transitioning from so much more than payroll. Although, mm-hmm. as we'll talk today, we I think we all agree that payroll is the foundation uh, for the engagement of employees. Uh, let's face it, most people are working for a paycheck, uh, but uh, they're leveraging the value of that organization to make a difference in the world. So yeah. we really are excited about what we do and, and how we make a difference. You know, Tom, I'm glad that you mentioned that it's it's really uh, an HR company now, because I think, you know, even though this particular episode is going to really focus in on, on payroll and compliance and some of the things that are coming up, you know, top of mind right now at this time of year, um, I would encourage any listener to go and check out your website because the same rigor that they're going to hear that you all put into the payroll process and the thoughtfulness as you design for the future and to be innovative um, I've seen firsthand that you actually take that same approach um, to your entire HCM suite. So um, while we're not covering all of that today, I definitely want people to be able to go and check that out and, um, you know, kind of go just beyond the, the, you know, the name paychecks might lead them to believe that that's really kind of um, what you do. And it's, it's really a much broader, um, you know, broader solution. So please check that out. It was, it was, uh, I, I couldn't have said that that better, Trish. One of the things that we're probably most proud of is the array of products and services. We call them solutions because really that's what we're talking about to small and medium-sized businesses. We're talking to hundreds of thousands of those a year, and we're serving 600, close to 700,000 of those on an ongoing basis, and really listening for what it is that's impacting their ability to be productive and efficient, and how do we leverage the solutions that we have, and then how do we consistently expand our solutions to provide what those business owners and HR functionaries need in order to focus on what matters to them. And we've made significant investments over the last uh, 18 to 24 months, completely redesigning our user experience, introducing advanced analytics, our chat capabilities as well, all of which you can see at uh, paychecks.com, www.paychecks.com. And certainly would love to have everyone on the show take a a quick second to familiarize themselves with what we are and who we are. Well, good. Well, welcome to the show again. We um, we're really excited today because, as I kind of alluded to, you know, we want to talk really sort of deep dive on payroll. Um, so, a couple of things. First of all, for anyone um, maybe who didn't go to the HR Technology Conference, which I can't imagine who that would shocking. be. But no, shocking, horrible. right? But anyway, um, so Tom, you and I uh, had a great payroll session, and I'm going to say it's great because yeah, we, we sure had did. A lot, <laughs> we had a lot of good feedback. Now, first of all, I think you know it was very, uh, very dynamic speakers. If I do say so myself, I think we had some some good I, banter, right? I couldn't agree more, Trish. I, I think you're dead on so far. <laughs> but no, I think that. Um, you know, historically, payroll might have have been seen as more of just, you know, something that you have to have, but it's not that innovative. We really spent um, time with our audience kind of diving into some of the most innovation that's happening in the payroll space. So could you maybe just touch on a couple of the highlights from our session, things that really stood out to you as important um, 
things that, you know, again, maybe we'll be exploring later on in the year or that, you know, people might be able to look at your website and, you know, and get some thought leadership currently on, on some of the things mm-hmm. that we found really important and innovative about payroll. Yeah, I sure would. I would start by saying that traditionally, I don't think people have looked at payroll as an area that was ripe with innovation. And I think what you and I tried to uh, to spend our time on is that's not an accurate statement anymore. I think there is a significant amount of innovation that's gone into payroll over the last several years. And the folks that have done the uh, the bulk of that innovation have now introduced a series of innovative and integrated tools that really drive efficiency across the HR function. So if I think about payroll as really the one thing that every business has to have, you can draw a circle around payroll and it's really all encompassing. From the start that, from the point in time when a new employee is engaged uh, through the recruiting process and decides to accept an offer, really that payroll function starts right there and the engagement of that employee starts right there. So I would say step one in this, when you think of innovation around that payroll function is, uh, are you working with a partner? Do you have access to a tool that has a fully integrated suite of solutions, starting with the recruiting and applicant tracking process, and then into a paperless onboarding process? And really, as we think of this at Paychex, in the user experience, we start there for the payroll process. We want to ensure that as an employee comes into the mix, that they are engaged from day one and can can quickly get through the onboarding process so that they can get day one to the reason why they accepted that position in the first place, to get to their trade, to get to their function, to get to the real goal that they've worked so hard to reach the pinnacle of their success with. Uh, Once you get through that, that's really driven through self-service mobile capabilities. And the workforce from our perspective, Trish, I think you agree with this, has moved from tech-enabled to tech-dependent. And we're expecting to do these functions with our mobile devices and have access to change our demographic data uh, from an employee perspective. And then as I think of an HR administrator or functionary, to have the ability to have workflow and approval engines built directly into that payroll or HCM engine. And that's really the second key point. Create self-service, but Innovation really is around the guardrails that you can put in place for HR, ensuring that you have the ability to allow individual employees to make changes, but also have a check and balance if you feel that you need it or if you want it so that you know exactly what's being changed and at what point in time. And then uh, next, we would say that once you get into that payroll function, it becomes really something that is unique to every single business. Not one business is the same. And as you look at payroll, some businesses are going to have uh, a host of uh, non-exempt resources or a mix of non-exempt and exempt resources. When you think about the innovation of payroll, it's about creating filters and being able to quickly see groups of employees that share particular attributes. Uh, Example would be exempt employees. Do you have the ability to click a button to pay all their standard amount? And if you think about just the simplicity of that particular function and the innovation that can come from it, pretty key. Uh, And then as we get into things like time and attendance, you now have the non-exempt resources that are punching in and punching out. 
how are they doing so? Do they have an array of entry options? As an example, do they have, um, most businesses have a biometric clock. What most people don't know is that biometrics is only gonna get you to about a 94% success rate. So 6% of your staff are gonna have an ongoing problem with either a fingerprint issue or a smudge or something with the technology. Do you have access to uh, facial recognition or iris scanning? Facial recognition increasing that 94 up to the 97, 98 range. Iris recognition getting you into the 99% range. And do you think about the engagement aspects of that with your employee base? Last but not least, do you have smart technology like a smartwatch that you can punch in and punch out? Uh, all of which are to drive efficiency in the payroll process. And we spent a lot of time, Trish, talking about that with the audience to say, think about the time that that saves if you're able to have a, an application where that data is captured on your behalf for hundreds or thousands of employees, having that directly input into your payroll grid or payroll function, hitting a button to pay all your exempt folks, and then just going in and seeing the tools on the back end that would derive any differences or any de uh, deviation from the pre previous pay periods. Then last but not least, we talked a lot about data. And everyone talks about data and analytics and insight. I think you and I spent most of our time really educating the audience on data is about, is information, and insights is the power that comes from that data, and they are very different animals and ensuring that you have a set of technology that can tell you the insights that come from the data that is input or processed on an ongoing basis. And I think the two best examples you and I really went through uh, were inside of that time and attendance scheduling aspect and the fact that you want a tool that can provide you with insights on when you may be approaching the time that it's time to look to add a new hire into your company because your overtime expense in a particular department or division is consistently high, you would be better served to hire a new person and perhaps save the money that the overtime expenses is actually costing your organization. Or from a scheduling perspective, to get an ongoing alert that is informing the HR and department leaders that you have a person that's approaching either a full-time equivalent status that would now move you into an Affordable Care Act scenario or that is driving you to, again, some overtime expense and giving you the option to manage your, your organization at a very low level, but doing it through technology. So I think we really spent a lot of time, and I thought we did a good job with good engagement from the audience of talking about the fact that tools do exist for this. Uh, they're integrated tools for this. Clearly, Paychex has products and, uh, that is a fully integrated suite of solutions that can provide that. There are others that do it as well, and that really makes a difference moving forward. I just wanted to say one thing. I, that's the great selling point or kind of the, the sales pitch of why payroll is actually really, really innovative and why we spent so much time at it at HR Tech this year. Like we, we did more on payroll this year at HR Tech than probably in any year I've been involved in the conference. Yeah, I, and I think it was well-received, uh, Steve. I'll tell you that uh, – when we finished our discussion, uh, when Trisha and I finished our uh, presentation, we had a line of folks that came in that were just talking about, can you tell me a little bit more about analytics and what do you mean by uh, data and insights and how are you leveraging this? Do you have any uh, case studies or information around that? 
in self-service. Tell me a little bit more of, of how you've leveraged workflow and approvals to allow me to feel comfortable because as an HR person, I'm really not yet comfortable with moving off of a system that is completely automated. I always feel like my employee is going to do something and know a little bit more than what I know about what they did in the system. And, and to be honest with you, strong technology platforms like Flex were designed to provide the HR functionary with the flexibility to say, hey, you, we can show you exactly what has been made, what changes have been made by your employees, and you can actually put in an approval process if you'd like. And then over time, what we have seen is that gradually those approval processes are are turned off because you get comfortable with the fact that it's the employee's data. This is their address. It's their W-4. It's their state withholding information that they're making changes to, and it's it's theirs to make. Uh, so really, really powerful session, uh, and I'm really glad that you guys allowed us to take the mm -hmm. time to, to talk about that because payroll has become so much more. It's really payroll and HR now are a blurred line, which is really the transition that Paychex has gone through. It's payroll and HR, HR and payroll. Well, I like how you really tied that in also from the perspective of talent acquisition, because I don't know that I'm hearing that yet out in the space in terms of really thinking about payroll as you're hiring, right? It sort of was seen as like a next step. It was disconnected maybe. And just just being, you know, very forward thinking about tying those directly together to make that that entire, you know, candidate to employee experience very seamless. Um Everything you touched on, you were, you know, I was making notes and you're talking really about just the ease of use, right? It's, it's bound to, yeah. it gets, it gets you away from, you know, when I think about when I was leading payroll, it, it was six years ago and all of the things that you just covered were things that we did not have six years ago. By and large, those were not available in the way that it is now. And so that in itself just demonstrates the innovation that's occurred very rapidly. Six years is not, you know, a very long amount of time to really, you know, go to have these mobile solutions and ways to, to manage both efficiency and effectiveness and process flow and things like that. And, you know, again, just a few short years ago, saying the word, you know, employee self-service made people cringe. Well, now the way you're describing it, it's it's really, it shows the benefits that it is to the employee. And then to HR, it, you really actually have more control by giving away control. Yeah. If that makes sense, There's, you know. You oh, 100%. More, yeah, you have more control over the, the end business results because you're getting more accuracy because the people have more control as individuals to, to you know, populate the system, right? So... Yeah, I'll use, a, I'll use an example here, uh, Trisha, of something that I think will really resonate with the audience. I have a, a, a friend of mine whose daughter just got her first professional job post-college, and uh, I saw, her, saw the family for the Thanksgiving break, and of course, they know what I do. <laughs> so she brought out to me this stack of paperwork for her. She's going to start uh, in, this, in December. She brings out a stack of paperwork that was probably two inches thick. And I said, what is that? She said, it's my new hire paperwork. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, Two awful. giant stacks of paper. So her first engagement with her employer was two giant stacks of paperwork. And she started asking me questions like, hey, now she's into the state withholding forms and the, and the federal W-4, asking me questions like, oh, my goodness, this couldn't have been a worse experience for her. And she was so frustrated at the Thanksgiving holiday where she wanted to spend time with her family and friends. And she's hammering through this stack and stack of paperwork. So my point on this is 
number one, there's technology that's, that makes this 100% paperless. And we need, I think we sometimes look at this and say that this is a generational problem, that it's really the millennial or Gen Z that's frustrated by this paperwork. That's not true. That every employee is expecting a consumer experience. And if you as an employer are not creating that experience from day one, you're actually taking the wind out of the balloon. People are coming in excited to start day one and you're ripping their engagement level down every notch with more paper that's put in that process and missing the whole mark. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, to think about onboarding is really that critical time. You are at the peak of your engagement and you're also at the peak of your uh, anxiety. So the more that you can do in that paperless onboarding process to, to get them understanding your culture, what you're all about, to become at ease, and to feel really confident that, hey, you've just joined a great organization, that does not mean that you're going to stack uh, two giant stacks of paper in front of someone and just say, okay, your first task so I can get you paid here in another three days is to read <laughs> all of this and get through it. There is nothing worse on day one than that. So I think that's the tie that, Trish, we really tried to focus on and say that HR has that uh, really from two angles. One is how do you drive engagement of your workforce from day one? And then number two how do you drive efficiency in your org so that you have less administrative focus and more strategic focus? And there's, that's what technology like Paychex Flex is designed to do uh, and how it really is driving innovation across payroll and HR. Right. And think about it, too. Fewer errors, because I remember those days, right, where you had those huge stacks of paper and then someone had to go key that in and they miskeyed things all the time. So again, then you wind up with people not being paid properly, not having the proper withholdings or whatever. And it just sort of takes all of that out of there. You know, if the employee no is the one making those choices up front and not face it, not everyone has you that they can just come to at Thanksgiving with their stack of paper. <laughs> to like, maybe that's your new consulting gig. If, you know, if you, uh, yeah, ever that's exactly that, right. Like, sit around yeah. the holiday table and give you uh, payroll advice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it's very important. And I think, you know, you just, you mentioned something that I, I know that, you're, you know, for anyone listening, like Tom, you're, you're seriously, you're my go-to guy when it comes to staying apprised of compliance and things happening, you know, um, around payroll. I mean, at the, before we started recording, you were talking about, for example, there's a new W4 form out, right? You just mentioned yeah. that she is, she's got this stack of paper. She's trying to fill, you know, the old form out. Can you maybe just even talk about like, you know, at Paychex, you're you're all staying on top of compliance for people. Um, and here we have some new end of year things going on. And, and yeah, already- there's no way that there's no way that girl had the new form, Trish. I'm going to bet on that right now. She had the old form. There's no doubt. I can tell you that was definitely not the case, Steve. No doubt. Right? So so what about that? Maybe talk about well specifically about the form, because I think that's important. But also, in a in maybe a little more broader terms, just sort of the role of of having a relationship with your your provider that you understand and, and trust that they are going to have you, <clears throat> excuse me, compliant um, at the end of the year or the beginning of the year with a new hire. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the uh, the fundamental contract that an HR and payroll provider provides to the customers that it serves, it's really compliance is number one in the forefront. What are we bringing to the table from a compliance perspective? So I'll speak candidly about paychecks. We have uh, several hundred resources in our compliance organization whose entire function is to form a ongoing one-on-one relationship with every federal, state, and local agency 
that is served by our, our company. That one-to-one relationship provides an opportunity for us to ensure that we know well in advance that a compliance rule is coming into the fold, that we understand the nuance of how that, uh, what the implication of that compliance change will be, and that we get it coded into our systems for day one compliance. Uh, what uh, we've done an exceptional job and continue to do an exceptional job is ensuring that that compliance is there and that, that we're then communicating to the public at large and to our customer base the implications and helping them through in an automated way ensure that they don't have to focus at all on that compliance process or the impact of that compliance process. What's coming out or what is coming out today actually is a new form W-4. Uh, the W-4 was, has been under evaluation since the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. Uh, I'm really proud of the work that the Paychex team has done with the W-4 form and with the, uh, the resources at the Fed who were responsible for designing that form. One of the great things that Paychex brought to uh, the process is a partnership with the Fed to review the new form and to ensure that it had a real simplistic design that employees uh, of all different uh, shapes and sizes would be able to leverage in an easy way. Because let's face it, employees really don't know what's the purpose of that W-4 form. And I go right back to the resource at Thanksgiving. She had no idea what that thing was for. So first lesson is, hey, you're trying to get as close to even with the amount of taxes that you pay to the government as possible. You don't want to pay too much. You don't want to pay too little. If you're paying too much, you've given a loan. If you're paying too little, then you owe them at the end of the year. You want to get as close to, to zero as possible. And the new W-4 is broken into five sections to do just that. The first section is really about just your demographic data. No changes really there materially. But the rest of the changes are to provide the ability for a employee to, uh, if they're married, to take their spouse's income and add that together with what their income will be to understand what the implications of that tax bracket would be and to ensure that the withholding is correct, but also to add in additional third-party sources of information. So, so many of us today are working multiple jobs, so you can actually take that into account or other forms of income that are relevant and ensure that you're getting as close to that even point or that zero point, as I like to call it, as possible. So new forms out, what HR professionals need to know is that for every new employee, effective January 1st, they need to use the new form. For every uh, existing employee that wants to make a withholding change, effective January 1, you must use the new form. However, you do not have to go back. So all employees do not have to go back and redo a W-4 form and go through the arduous process of that, not required. Everything will remain the same. Uh, only employees that want to make a change need to make a change. If they do want to make a change, though, it must be with a new form. Uh, and uh, in, on, honestly, uh, that information, uh, we've created a year-end checklist, and we've created a particular site on paychecks.com. So if you go to paychecks.com uh, forward slash HR happy hour, that URL will give you a year-end checklist from us that has this and dozens of other things from a compliance perspective that you need to be thinking about whether you're a customer of paychecks yet i'll say that customer of paychecks yet or not <laughs> go right to our site paychecks.com forward slash hr happy hour we created it for the recipients of I, this show 
take a yeah. take a look at what's there. Tom, I dig that. I like. Thanks for dropping in the HR happy hour in that. But I've also seen the checklist. Uh, you you guys were kind enough to share a copy of that with Trisha and I before the show, and it's it's super helpful, super uh, comprehensive. And, uh, you know, I recommend everybody to check that out if you haven't already, right? As you're listening to the show, right? It's year end is, is coming on strong, right? It's, 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 you know, it's fine. I, you know, I feel that's why payroll, uh, is, is, is one of the most important kind of parts of the organization, if not the most important, right? Everybody else is worried about, I agree. you know, holiday shopping and, and New Year's Eve parties, et cetera, et cetera. The payroll folks are working hard to make sure, you no know, doubt. you're getting, exactly your, right. you're getting your pay, you're getting your bonus, maybe for getting one, the company's not getting into trouble with the, with the government. And, uh, and, and honestly, there's no way to do that. I mean, you're talking about all the people, Tom, at Paychecks who are devoted to this, to, to keeping on top of all the changes and regulatory changes and statutory changes. And, you know, I'm just thinking of like when I was working on in payroll organizations a little more closely and some random County in Pennsylvania decided to put on some stupid surcharge for a certain type of worker, you know, working more than X hours a week who lived in one County, exactly. but drove across the County line to, to work in some other County. Like, how am I, how am I going to possibly understand what, what is happening here? But the whole point is you have someone at Paychex who knows this is happening and, and gets the system exactly. ready for it to keep you compliant in the first place, which to me is mind blowing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. What we were, I'll tell you, I, I, I try to make it, uh, I've tried to do a really good job of, publicly praising the group that does this because it is a difficult job. What you just described, Steve, is so yeah. complicated. Uh, and if you're not really knowledgeable about the implications, especially as you have workers now that cross counties in particular states, yeah. cross uh, different jurisdictions, have multiple states, there's so much complexity. And then honestly, to be candid, I'll take it back to the W-4 really started with the, uh, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. The, the impact of having those tax tables, the tax tables came to us at around 10 o'clock in the morning. We had them loaded by noon and out the door. So yeah. that's another thing that I think is not well known about a provider like us. Uh, think about the implications of that. So I can't tell you the number of employee comments that we had that were asking, hey, when is this coming? When is this coming? And it's like, no, no, no. We got the tax tables at 10. They were introduced at noon. And that's really about a flexibility in the design. You need to have a provider who actually is thinking about the fact that legislative changes come every single day across the whole spectrum. We'll spend 5,000 to 8,000 hours a quarter on re regulation changes every quarter uh, because of the complexity of payroll. And certainly the implications of not doing it right is, uh, is very, very high. So you've got to have a provider that you're comfortable with because it has a wide sweeping impact. And, and certainly uh, we have done that exceptionally well for, for 48 years. Well, I think, you know what, you're hitting on a lot of things too, that whether you're, you're new to payroll or, you know, I, I can think of even when I finally, you know, uh, took a role where I was leading payroll. These are things that you're not necessarily taught. You sort of inherit them in your job sometimes, and you're not even sure what those complexities are. Um, but believe me, when when I think back to my entire career in human resources, it was like I never lost as much sleep as when I was over payroll because you really <laughs> want to make sure it's done properly. If it's your name on the no line, you're the person who's responsible for it. And so the the level of trust in this relationship and, and you know, not to just discredit any other part of HR because they're all important, obviously. But to me, that level of trust that you have to have with your your payroll provider is the most important because everything else 
you know, it could go away, but you yeah. still have to pay your people yeah. and pay them properly. And, and as you're talking about the complexities of the various counties and cities and jurisdictions and things like that, it's, that's just more and more common now, especially with, you know, we're talking about all these different types of employees, right. And having more contractors and other types of workers and um, seasonal roles and things like that. So it, it is a lot. And, the the checklist, I mean, talk about a holiday gift. Um, the checklist you gave, I, I used to think about with my team, you know, a lot of HR and payroll departments don't get a lot uh, of money allocated for training. So I was always looking for ways to train my my team for free. Um, this checklist that you all are, are providing to our listeners is certainly one thing I would point to use use that for your team, even if they're not doing payroll yet. Maybe they will later in their career. Just being able to have a conversation about it, go through that checklist. Yeah. Um, it's just a super, super resource. So thank you for pulling that together. I think that's such a valuable You're very thing. welcome. And I think there's also, there's there's a significant amount of resource material on paychecks.com mm-hmm. uh, with access via videos or traditional text documents on a variety of topics from uh, legislation to appropriate ways to handle particular HR functions. We really try to provide to the uh, business community at large as much information as we can. And obviously, when you serve the number of clients that we do uh, across the entire United States, there's not much that we haven't seen and can't handle and haven't handled multiple times. So that's all available uh, at paychecks.com. Feel free to have every listener visit it and take advantage of it there. It's what we created it for. Yeah. yeah. That's their new training resource, right? They could do a video each time they have a meeting or something like that. So very valuable. Yeah. And Tom, there's so much more. We didn't have time to get into everything, but that's why, you know, we're mentioning uh, all the resources at paychecks.com because in addition to the new W4 form that we talked about a little bit, there's plenty of other kind of important regulatory issues for the new year, which you guys have focused on and have uh, provided resources for uh, listeners uh, uh, and customers and non-customers, but everybody really to access around things like uh, healthcare reform, marijuana legalization. That's interesting to me. I, yes. well, Trish, we got to do a marijuana show next year. I, I'm not personally, you know, not, not for, not for recreational purposes, but just for some, some compliance purposes. There's <laughs> some fascinating things going on there. I think. I'll tell you what, Steve, I'll tell you what, I was in our Manhattan offices earlier this week with our HRGs, our human resource generalists. We have about 600 of those that are, have a one-on-one relationship with clients that leverage our HR services product offering. Mm-hmm. And we were asking them, hey, what are you hearing from uh, your customers as top issues? And believe it or not, the top two things that have come in were uh, clients, small business owners, and these are uh, our businesses that have 10 to hundreds of employees, really have uh, don't have a strong awareness of the risks associated with immediate termination and not following a process. And then the second one was around drug testing and whether yeah. you should do it or not as you're actually now sitting in a in in certain you're 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 got cross state businesses where mm-hmm. it's legal in one place, not legal in another, and the Pandora's box that that opens, what should you do? What is the implication of that? Yeah. That's really when no, I when I, I start I think thinking about issue. the role of HR, it's a big issue. Yeah, and would love yeah. to come back with some HRGs to actually talk to you about how we, oh, we would love that. how we think about that. that that's it's um it's certainly not something that 
I think is getting enough attention. Yeah, and, and it's, there's a it's, lot there to be talked about. And we're getting close to that tipping point. Again, we're a little slightly off the topic, but Trish, I just uh, read this thing. Michigan and Illinois, two more states where recreational use of marijuana is going to be legal starting in 2020. We're, we're getting to, I don't know, we're probably about 15, maybe 17 states. Probably we're getting close to that. Um, this issue is not going away. So I think we should maybe maybe think about that for next year as well. But anyway, plenty more as well. Paid family leave, harassment, and, and plenty more at paychecks.com. We'll share also the link to the HR happy hour kind of uh, page on the paycheck site as well. Um, yeah. And Tom, this has been super, super fun. Um, last thing I wanted to just uh, give you just for folks who want to uh, get in touch with you, connect with you. Uh, what's the, what's the best way to kind of find, uh, you know, maybe they won't, maybe we don't encourage them to, to contact you at, at their Christmas dinner to ask you payroll questions, but maybe other, <laughs> other times where they might want to connect with you. What's the best way to find you? Well, you can always find me. You feel free to email me at T Hammond at paychecks.com. Uh, that's T-H-A-M-M-O-N-D at paychecks.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at T Hammond HR. And I would love to hear from as many of you as possible. Awesome. Awesome. Tom, thank you so much, Tom. Tom it's great to connect with you again. We had uh, you guys. Uh, I want to thank you and Trish, of course, for the great job you did at HR Tech. And we also, uh, we didn't even mention this, but we had some fun at HR Tech as well, Tom, you and I. Yes, we did. the awesome new technologies yes, for HR process. Really which did. We sure did, which, was, which was super fun. We had some fun backstage as well, uh, which yep. was pretty cool. And um, I'll tell you what, Steve, we're incredibly proud of the uh, being a recipient of the awesome new uh, HR Tech. And don't think for a second that I don't leverage that in front of Every audience that we have, it, it really is a showcase of the great work of the Paychex team, but also the great yeah. work of you and the team that prepares HR, uh, the HR tech show. So we really appreciate the recognition and the opportunity to actually talk uh, to the audience about things that matter to HR. Yeah. Uh, one thing I think Trish and I did a good job is we didn't talk about Paychex in that session. We talked about HR matters, and we're going to do the same thing uh, hopefully in 2020, and we look forward to that. Yeah. I mean, it was all about payroll innovation, which is what we started. We did the first half of the show about, and I, I think you got it. we've come back for a circle and I was super excited to, to showcase just real innovation and improvements in, you know, the, the, the most fundamental process in HR, right? Like you said, it's the foundation of everything. It's the core of everything. It's where everything starts and, and honestly where everything ends too <laughs> for employees. And, yeah, um, exactly. uh, it was great to showcase that. So, uh, you know, Trish, I don't know what else to say. I'm a payroll guy, but I think you're more of a payroll person even than me. I am. You know, <laughs> I, I am such a payroll geek. I wear that badge proudly. Like everyone teases me too. They're like, how do you like this so much? I'm like, you just have no idea. It's <laughs> That's right. I love Again, it. I'm with you both. Yeah, when you've had to, I'll just say, when you had to sign your name on the checks, like it's, it's just, oh, yes. it's just so important. It just, um, yeah. I, uh. I appreciate all of the work that goes on in this space around specifically payroll, because yeah. I just think it's, it really has been a lot of change in a very short amount of time. And um, I do know that, you know, you may not hear it enough time, but um, just thanks, you know, the, the amount of effort and thoughtfulness that you all put into it is really, it's amazing to yeah. see. So, Great point. Thank your thank payroll you people. Thank your payroll teams. That's my final. That's right. Word, yeah. Right. a payroll person today. No, maybe <laughs> not hug them, but no, just thank them. It's not just getting involved in. <laughs>
Awesome. So, uh, so again, we'll put all the links to all the resources we've talked about. It'll be all in the show notes, all at paychecks.com and uh, paychecks.com, HR Happy Hour, uh, the, the checklist there, the resources for uh, the top issues for the new year. Everything's there. So, uh, Tom Hammond, thanks again so much for joining us. Um, uh, and we'll talk to you again very, very soon. But well, I'm not coming there, by the I, way, until the snow stops. So. No, I'm, I think the next trip is me coming to you. Happy Perfect. holidays to both of you guys and yes. to everyone listening. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Trish. Good stuff, huh? I did look up the um, 2020 Rose Parade theme for any listeners. Oh, what is a it? Little, little sneak preview here. It is the power of hope that celebrates the influence nice. of optimism and hope. So, uh, wow. I we feel will, like that's powerful. The color blue. We can't go wrong. Paychecks blue. Paychecks blue. Yeah. And Paychecks we'll do. Paychecks uh, blue and the power of hope. I love let's it. talk. Uh, let's talk off lunch and schedule our Rose Parade show uh, that we have to do. So uh, okay. let's make that happen. Okay. I can't wait. That's my favorite one of the year. It is. <laughs> it, it is a good one. So okay. Uh, oh, and I'm also getting ready. This show's going. I don't care. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. I'm Trish. I'm already starting to figure out. Uh, I've read a couple things. I got to start watching some movies to prep for our <laughs> Oscar show. I've really <laughs> seen nothing. No, no, no. It's just not. <laughs> No, so Tom, just so you know, I don't know if you're an Oscar movie kind of guy. Like I, we start guessing I am. this time of year, we start guessing which ones we think are going to be in before they're announced in January. And so, okay. yeah, we're all in. We do a big show. Maybe you can get on. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's good. we That's make our fantastic. Position. Yeah, it's okay. great. All right. I'm going to go to the movies this weekend. So, okay. All right. So this has been a great show. Payroll innovation, prepping for 2020. We want everybody to check out all the resources. Thanks again, Tom Hammond from Paychecks. Um, For Tom, for Trish McFarlane, my name is Steve Bowes. Thank you so much for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show. We will see you next time. And bye for now. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show. Your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.